If you're ready to start making all the different parts of your productivity platform work together, then you're ready to start listening to Cross-Platform. Augusto Pinaud, Art Gelwicks. Each episode, we give you new information, tips, tricks, and insights into how to make your platform work together. Let's go ahead and get the ball rolling. Welcome to Cross-Platform Podcast, where we discuss how to solve productivity problems across platforms. I'm Augusto Pinot. And I'm Mark Elwicks. And we are today talking about a couple of news. So one is last week episode of uh, last week announcement from Samsung, uh, where they came with a couple of toys, and we're going to talk about them in a moment. And the other thing is Lenovo launched the response. There is the Lenovo Duet 5 that is was launched or at least released to the public for sale on February 11th. So the news for today are from February 9 and February 11. So let's start. Well, Samsung had their Unpacked 2022 event today. Um, I didn't really want to dig into it too much from the news perspective because Honestly, Samsung is like the worst secret keepers on the planet right now. Everything you want to know about this event, you knew about two weeks ago. So we're, we were really aware that this was going to be the event where they released the S22 phones. They released their new S8 tablets. Uh, they did just that. The phones look great. They did answer the question, is the Galaxy Note dead? Uh, the, it is dead in brand name alone, and that is it. Their, right. S, their S22 Ultra is a note in sheep's clothing. I mean, that's the only way to really describe it. It's got a built-in S Pen. It looks like a note. It quacks like a note. I mean, it's basically a note. It's just under the S22 branding. The S8 tablets are very powerful. They are targeted. I hate to use that phrase iPad killer, but you can see that they've got the iPad in their sights with these kinds of devices. They were pushing things such as the multitasking capability and the keyboard capability and, and the fact that literally you can run DeX on it the same way you can any of the other devices. So it's really targeted to be that Android tablet-based machine companion. And what was nice is they showed some of those companion features, such as using the S8 tablet next to a Galaxy Notebook, and then literally using it as a secondary display and just sliding visually things wirelessly from your notebook to the tablet and using that as a, as a secondary display at the same time when you're not using it as a tablet, which I like. I like that idea of multiple functional capabilities. That's mm -hmm. To me, that's a big thing. So that was nice. The thing that I thought was the bigger release was there was a chunky chunky software release for the Galaxy Watch Series 4 for the Wear OS that was released. Sorry, before morning. before you go to the watch, I, I you know, there was oh, something yeah, interesting on the on the S8. The phone, the note, whatever. But um on the H on the on the tablet, you know, it was interesting to me how you know they come and Samsung and Microsoft and everybody, okay, that the iPad is not a real computer, but 
once again, they are coming, you know, into, let me compare you with the iPad. I was like, okay, hold on. You've been no, telling wait, me that didn't it's Apple, real. No, no, wait. Apple did that to themselves, though. If, if you remember that ad, what's a computer? It's true, but it was a fantastic okay. ad. Uh, yeah, well, it's the same reason why at the very, be very beginning of the Samsung Unpacked event, Samsung took a very unveiled shot at Apple when Lord Macintosh get, gets hit with a bucket of water. Actually, two buckets of water. I'm like, okay, guys, we got it. Take your shot. Now let's move on. So, yeah. I go ahead. I just I wanted to argue that point just a wee. No, 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 no. But it, but it's you know when you look at the specs, you know side by side, okay, it is really interesting how spec wise these two machines are 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 done. You know when you look, it's you know they they both have the multi touch. They they are one is twelve point nine the iPad twelve point four for the Samsung. The resolution is 265 pp oh, pixel per inches in the iPad, 266 for the Samsung. It's, that, that is not going to be really, really a different. But the RAM is the same. The storage is the same. Uh, so it's really, when you look you know, side by side, there is a lot of the things. When Samsung came and did, okay, you have... 12 megapixels on your camera, I'm going to put 13 megapixels on the camera. Okay. But, and obviously one one runs on Apple iOS, the other one runs on Android, Android 12. But what excites me about this device is, you know, I've been telling, I, as I years ago, tell people one or the other, I now, my question when people ask me, what device should I get? My question is, what is your phone? If you have an iPhone, yes. go to get an iPad. If you have an Android, don't even go for the iPad. Go directly for a Samsung or, or for an Android tablet. Because as you know, we we begin many years ago on Productivity Cast. And I remember when we begin, there was difference at that point between Android yes. and iOS. But with the years of comparing and everything else, there is not that much it's, it's details. Yeah, I think so. I think this device is. I think you're right. This device is truly a hardware rival. Well, mm -hmm. I don't want to say rival, but nearing a but hardware equal, more than it has, more than anybody else has to the iPad mm -hmm. platform, specifically the iPad Pro, which is I'm pretty sure in their sights. Yeah. So I, I agree with you completely. Depending on what ecosystem you're in you now have a viable option. If you're building your platform and you've got all Samsung devices like I've got, the Samsung tablet should be a no-brainer for you. Uh, if you're on the Android side, it should yeah. be a no-brainer for you. So it gives yeah. you that, it gives you an option that we didn't truly have before. We had, but not to, not to this same level of equity. So. Yeah, I think this is the first time that the tablet comes really side to side to the iPad where you can, if you are a heavy iPad Pro user and you want to move to Android for whatever reason or to Google phones for whatever reason, now you really have a tablet that will go hand to hand with what you had, again, hardware-wise, in the iPad. No, I, I agree completely. And it's 
it's nice to see with Google's announcement last week that they're going to be putting a concerted effort into mm -hmm. the Android operating system supporting tablets more so, this Android 12L version that they're going to release, um, which I can only think means landscape because that's pretty much the layout, is a good step. It's a good step in the right direction to making Android be something more than the little slab of glass in your pocket, to take it up to an operating system level. It's Android's a few years behind on this. Apple went ahead and jumped on starting to provide that tablet OS. And it's about time that Android starts to do it so that we have those options and those viabilities. Uh, the thing, just to go back now, if if we've covered the, the tablet to your comfort level, yes, I want to talk about the watch. Because they released a big software update for the Galaxy Watch this morning. And I know both myself and Ray Sidney Smith were sitting there downloading it before the show and installing it. Um, they have expanded the body composition. They have expanded the sleep tracking. They have expanded interval training. Uh, they've at expanded in the watch faces themselves. It was a fairly chunky update that they added in. And it's going to be a little bit of time as, as it takes to get, no pun intended, to get the features of the watch really comfortable and, and see if they make a difference in how they work. But what I like is the fact that they did, did two things. One, they are still committing to releasing big updates for this thing, which means that it does have a lifespan. And two, they said Google Assistant will be on the watch in a few months. They didn't say when. They weren't hard date or anything like that, but they got a lot closer to saying you're going to have Google Assistant on there. And it looks like Google Assistant is going to be a separate app that you install and then you configure it as the primary voice because Bixby will still be on there. That to me is a big deal because instead of embedding things in so you, you have no choice, this is going to provide you options. And from the beginning, yeah, that's the demand, yeah, from the beginning, the demand has been Google Assistant needs to be on these watches. I don't know what's taking them so long. I wish they'd hurried it the heck up, but at least they've given us some sort of an idea that it's coming in relatively short order. So we'll see when that actually happens around. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And the other piece of news that we have is Lenovo announced this week, or last week, last last week to be was announced and then it's come to the market or start shipping on February 11 or last Friday. So they they launched the Lenovo Duet a couple of years ago and they have been incredibly successful with that. It was a cheap entry level 10.1 inches uh, tablet with Chromebook and Android. And now they release the Lenovo Duet 5 that is basically Similar specs, but instead of be 10 inches, it's going to be a full size 13 inches. And mm -hmm. it is for the specs at least. I'm I order one. I'm waiting for that to arrive to, to my office to replace my, my Lenovo duet. And for the specs at least, it seems to be an incredible machine if you like the tablet form factor. And this is where I think, and we've talked about it in the past. This is the type of form factor that Chrome OS needs to be better represented on. Mm -hmm. It is a extremely viable solution on tablets. It works well. It's easy to update, which is a big liability on tablets. 
It supports the USI standard for the for stylus interaction. This is where they need to go because more and more Chromebooks are the two-in-one configuration, flip configuration. You might as well take it all the way and make the keyboard detachable and Correct. turn it in, just park everything in there. Now, I know that some of the hardware with the keyboard, you're, you're supporting some of the hardware functionality and you have to make it fit in the tablet. But if you're talking about a 13-inch tablet or a 13-inch display, you've got space. You got space mm -hmm. for battery. You got space for stylus. You got space for all the functionality you need. So, I think it's a really good thing, and I hope it's very successful, so that Me other too. manufacturers go, "Okay, it's about time. We need to turn something loose." Me too, and it's been interesting because the Duet has been a successful device, and I sadly has not seen copycats yet. So, hopefully, now with the 13-inch, we are going to start seeing the copycats. Yeah. One, one would hope. Um, I'm not holding my breath right now because I'm concerned about things like chip, chip shortages and such. Yeah. But I think with things starting, starting, I'm keeping my fingers crossed, starting to return to normal a little bit, maybe we'll see these devices that may have already been in the, in the design channel finally coming out into the production channels and into availability. So we'll see. But you'll With have this, to let us know what, when you get it. And oh, I will, I will, I will talk about it in in the next show. We will talk. We will cover that. So with that, follow us where you like to listen podcast, like us, or subscribe to us, and leave us a review. You can also interact with us in personalproductivity.club. We are Gus Tupinot and I'll get weeks. See you next time from your favorite device.